This episode of the Esoteric Order of Roleplayers is brought to you by the generosity of our backers on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash esotericrp to find out how you can become a backer too. We create and broadcast these episodes live on native lands. We acknowledge these are unceded lands, with diverse communities maintaining connections to these places, and recognize their ancestors, their elders, both past and present, and future generations. Learn more by visiting the Native American Rights Fund website at narf.org. You're not going to forget about tonight, are you? I left your name at the door and everything. There are not going to be too many punks. Don't just stop worrying about the punks. They're just a bunch of kids with growing pains. I mean, they'll probably be doctors and lawyers someday. The Esoteric Order of Roleplayers, in cooperation with the Dead Gamers Society, present Diary of a Madman, a Hunter the Vigil Chronicle, with David Larkins as the storyteller. So uh, yeah, we are back, and oh, we're in it now. <laughs> we had a um, a deadly combat. Well, not deadly. Nobody died, but a potentially deadly combat last time, and um, y'all got away, kind of literally by the skin of your teeth, I guess. In, in Nick's case, you know, ended up with a nice little um, laceration there on the face but um but yeah you had your little encounter with one jody barnett and uh i guess now it's left to figure out what next right well annie is really intent on um using this as an example for uncle kurt that they are ready that they can contribute and that he really has no choice because we're going to keep doing it <laughs> excellent I assume that the odds of me not getting checked out by the by ER by by, by EMS are very low. Given, like, oh yeah, they're they're not going to let me walk away and not get a hospital check. So I, I assume I'm 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 getting like every I'm getting the whole workup. Absolutely. I mean, you got you know one of your eyes is swollen shut. You got blood leaking out of your mouth. They're definitely stopping you. And, um, and yeah, so, um, that being said, I guess, uh, I guess they can patch you up funny. I don't know if I've ever engaged with those rules <laughs> in terms of first aid. Um, can we restore some of your boxes through first aid? I assume we can. Uh, yes. I, and I know this cause I was recently writing up a cheat sheet for changeling the loss that included everything, including uh this so let me pull those rules up for us sure yeah just normally run vampire so they just burn blood points to heal <laughs> so easy i know 
You don't need any of that troublesome first aid. Um, all right, emergency care, uh, dex plus medicine, one minute. Um, if they heal it, it, res- it re- re- uh, heals one bashing. And the blinded tilt, actually, I'm not sure about that one. But I think it might be that once the damage is healed, the tilt goes away. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, but let me let me confirm that because that's good for me, and I don't want to just say it because my memory says so. <laughs> um, yes, that's exactly what it is. Cool. All right, looks like we got two successes on that roll. So uh, I'm I am healed. You. All right. Excellent. <laughs> that's what, okay. exactly what they do too. <laughs> Right, they just put their hand on your forehead and push you. All right, uh, cool. So yeah, so Nick gets patched up. Parents get called, of course. Um, Nick is not the only one though in need of in need of some uh, first aid. Um, while you're all sitting around, you know, quietly shitting yourselves, waiting for your parents to show up. Um, Uncle Kurt is conveyed out of the building uh, by, you know, a couple of the cops. And he looks quite um, insensate. He has a what looks like a pretty serious head wound. His shirt is soaked in blood and uh, he's only semi-conscious. Um, and um, it's pretty obvious how serious it is by how quickly the EMTs get him on a gurney, throw him into an ambulance and off it goes sirens blazing well at at least they don't have very far to go true (laughs) very true (laughs) drive about 200 yards and stop um yeah so um as for jody um hard to say You, you don't see her anywhere you don't see her being let out in cuffs um and um yeah nobody nobody's telling you what's going on um, so we're all kind of under, we're all locked down, basically. Like, we're all sitting there with Nick, and okay. so we can't really go snoop. Not really, no. no. And, uh, yeah, and so in due course, um, all of your respective parents uh, roll up. And uh, I don't know, how, how, how do each of your parents handle the news that their son or daughter was found uh, at the site of a um, altercation in the UCLA medical school. Angrily. <laughs> do, do they also know that we're armed? <laughs> yeah, I, oh. I, I imagine that would have gotten confiscated unless you tossed it or something. Before. I tossed that. I, yeah. the moment yeah, I saw I, the cops were coming, I absolutely tossed it. Okay. And the stakes are just in the bushes someplace. Yeah, yeah exactly. Everything went out a window into the bushes. Yeah. And just like, oh my God, she, she had a flamethrower too. So uh, how about Annie's parents? I think her parents would, would be, um, you know, well, thank goodness you're okay, but what on earth are you doing all the way over here on the west side? Like, what? Why? Why are you here in the middle of the night? Like, you know, I think they would be demanding answers right away, mm-hmm. and I think Annie's going to try to deflect and be like, "It's it's been a really hard night. Can we please just talk about this later?" I just and she'll play the emotional uh, teenage card. 
have you right. to, to get some specifics for me um if you've ever seen the second sonic the hedgehog movie there's a part where yeah i know i'm going somewhere i promise um, <laughs> uh, i'll check for this one but okay, let's get well. there, there's a part where the um where the character's like oh my god are you okay are you okay yes i'm fine i'm alive good what the hell is wrong with you it's it's literally that it's just like oh i'm i'm sitting on the the bed of the hospital of the ambulance uh yeah. right like i'm getting treated yeah so like are you okay are you okay oh thank god what the goddamn hell were you doing so yep. it goes from like worried 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 you're safe good now i am angry what the hell were you doing over here and not telling us and how about ned's folks um I think his I, I think canonically his dad is in the military, so he might not be here. Okay. Um so uh just his mother shows up and I imagine um it not being really a scene at all. Um it's just very, you know, um steely quiet. Um uh until I until they get home sort of thing. Mm. So um he probably doesn't even throw away his stakes. I don't I don't think she's gonna um take him from him. You know, she's not mm. gonna inspect him. Um it's a it's a very much a um a uh you know, her demeanor is enough, you know, uh mm. of, of of a punishment, you know. Um mm-hmm. and how seriously she takes it. So I think it's just gonna be a stern conversation later and um he'll he'll have time at least to think up uh what he's gonna say um usually this means how much he'll have to admit in this case because of how complicated the situation is he'll have to actually come up with a story you know um right and so yeah it'll work on that on the ride home okay and naturally, Ari's parents, um, yeah, are, are just basically like, well, you're grounded until graduation. And uh, into the car, he goes, <laughs> with hardly another word. You are uh, you are grounded until some unspecified time that is convenient for you to be on ground. That's right. Yes. Could be as soon as tomorrow or two weeks from now. We simply don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, but I think Ari had the disc uh was already the last person in possession of the disc if i remember I correctly honestly don't recall yeah well if he was <laughs> he manages to to hand it off to uh one of you so who would like the disc i mean it would probably make the most sense for me to have it what would be actually knowing how computers work yes that is helpful all right so um very good so yeah and it's, it's pretty innocuous so i think no one's gonna see him with a disc and and confiscate it or anything you know yeah yeah and so basically the deal is you're you're all being sort of remanded over to your your parents but with right. strict instructions you know not to leave town essentially uh and that you may be called in for questioning at any time and so on and so forth you know um so it, it's sort of um contingent on on how their investigation plays out essentially it's the uh you know the vibe that you get there so um that all being said 
uh, yeah, you you all make it home okay, obviously. Varying levels of, of tongue lashings ensue. Um, I think uh, uh, unless any of your parents are the types not to ground you on philosophical, you know, standing, uh, you're all grounded. Um, school only, you know. Yeah. Come straight home afterwards, etc. Um, mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so and she doesn't want me hanging out that Nick boy anymore. <laughs> Trouble. <laughs> That's right. After school sports only for Ned. Yes, because I'm the problem. <laughs> all right. Um, so yeah. So really, the next time you all have a chance to see each other is uh, the next morning. But does Nick want to get a look at what's on that disc? later that night i guess oh absolutely the moment I, 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 I have a chance to and i'm alone in my room i'm i'm putting on an old anime that i've seen a bajillion times um <laughs> grabbing my cat and hack it into a disc <laughs> i've created i created a separate partition in case the disc has a virus i am set nice all right so you'll recall that the label was uh, typed out on a typewriter and it says health solutions llc and nothing else um opening the disc you find a variety of uh documents um uh you know word perfect documents and uh lotus one two three spreadsheets oh. um <laughs> and uh uh you know going through them it becomes pretty clear pretty quickly that these are like scientific notes these are like lab write-ups and um uh reports from um uh centri- you know centrifuge um uh treatments and you know that kind of thing right so um i don't know if you have science or not i have a dot in science Great. Well, you can make an intelligence plus science roll. Um, you will need three successes, though. What if I were to resolve my informed condition? Then, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. Excellent. Okay. And I am going to willpower this because that's, this seems important. Yes. Sure. One, two, three, four uh snake eyes i didn't get a single damn so i I could resolve it to make it a single success but that won't do me any damn good yeah yeah Um, okay okay so so basically i don't understand any of the science behind any of this correct it's obvious that it's like um yeah beyond high school level it's beyond ap level even this is uh this is advanced stuff so uh you can you can parse out enough Mm -hmm. to see that it's like chemical analysis and molecular biology and And i that's about it can i start to try to see if i can get a can i go onto my the my conspiracy theory bss and see if i've got if anybody is an expert in chemical theory and molecular biology i've got some i think i've got some possibly hot documents from a uh medical what's the term um big pharma medical conspiracy but i they're a bit outside my understanding 
All right. Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, so the, your BBS is, is it a, um, uh, uh, allies or, uh, it's a, it's a contacts, a contacts. That's what I was looking for. Yes. Thank you. Um, okay. So yeah, just, um, you know, it's a manipulation plus social, um, social skill. So let's see here. I have one dot in literally all potentially relevant social skills. So on some level, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, socialize would make sense. Or, uh, if you're trying to be sort of like, Hey guys, help me out. Or if you're sort of trying to wheedle something out with subterfuge, you know, you could try I, that too. I mean, like, I think I'm boring. I'm, I'm, I'm slightly exaggerating by when I say conspiracy, but I don't know that this might be a part of a giant kid. Uh, medical <laughs> conspiracy yeah one success all right cool um so yeah so let's see uh you are garnering information by a contact and so um yeah so i mean you know someone uh shortly uh steps forward and and um i guess what they would need is to, to take a look at at least a couple of the documents if you feel comfortable uploading uh Yes. Can I strip? I'm going to go through and strip any identifying location or company name uh, data out of it. Um, okay. And just send over pure scientific information. There's not going to be anything that I want, to, I want to like make sure there's like they can't get names, they can't get locations. This is just a blank signed document of numbers and, okay. and spreadsheets. Interestingly enough, that the documents already seem to be fairly um, oriented towards secrecy. Um, there, there are coded references to test subjects, but they're only identified by um, uh, initials. So there's, uh, in fact, there's just seem to be two test subjects. One being identified as KA, um, and those were from uh, labs run about four years ago. And then the other one starting up about a year ago is identified as LF. Mm -hmm. Okay. But yeah, so you get the, uh, get the documents uploaded and um, let's see here. Okay. So the person gets back to you pretty quickly and they say like, you know, these are hematology labs um they're they're blood work labs um and they seem to be uh they seem to be analyzing different you know sort of molecular combinations and chemical properties of the blood your contact is very intrigued being a conspiracy theorist uh, because they say um there's something in these blood samples that doesn't seem quite right although they can't quite put their finger on what it is but it's it's definitely human blood, but it there's um, there's some weird anomalies that uh, they've never seen before. Okay. Um, I figure this would work. Um, now this is probably all this is ninety, so it's no way I can I can't go through the metadata and see if this has been sent emailed to anybody because practically no one even knows what email is. Yeah. Right. Um, this is this was likely literally handed off in a in a disc to somebody. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm, then I'm just going to spend my time going through and seeing if at any point there's a slip up and a little piece of identifying information comes through. Sure. Um, you know, I, I know that we have a company name, but that is also the most generic company name that has ever existed. <laughs> Indeed. 
Um, why don't you do an intelligence plus investigation roll then? I can do that. Um, oh, that's oh yeah. No, I do have an investigation. What are you talking about? Um, that's three successes. Nice. And I'm going to go ahead and resolve my informed condition and uh, make that an exceptional success. Brilliant. Okay. Well, um, so yeah, obviously uh, you did reach a dead end as far as like the scientific data goes, but you do unearth quite a wealth of information once you start diving in on the spreadsheets. Uh, these seem to be more like kind of financial info and um and they're really like two different companies actually uh is what you suss out one is health solutions llc um and it lists a um a location in santa monica an address in santa monica um the other one is a company called uh chateau corp all one word and um that just has a p.o box um, but what you're able to determine is that Chateau Corp seems to be the shell corporation, the holding company that owns the uh, lease on Club Zombie. And furthermore, um, you're seeing a lot of payments coming from Chateau Corp to Jody Barnett. Various um, invoices for uh, like... Uh, you know, scientific uh, like lab equipment, like bell jars and and pipettes and test tubes and lots and that lots. No purpose. Yes, and, uh, and 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 lots and lots of uh, sulfuric acid, like way more than than anyone should really need um, for any kind of savory reason. Um, and uh, yeah, so as well as just like cash payments. So, 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 just to make sure I'm understanding, um, so the Chateau Corp is appears to be the holding corp for Clone Zombie, mm-hmm. um, and just because there was a lot of information. Um, yes, of course. Uh, and they are they are, they're sending payments to Jody Barnett, uh, and both in terms of like cash payments, but also in the form of purchasing equipment for her. Is that correct? Correct. Um, do I have any sense of what Health Solutions LLCs? relationship is to chateau corp from this do i think that this like or is, it just, is that not clear to me at this time they are they're they're definitely two separate entities yes. but i can't i'm not sure necessarily like how they connect to each other or how it connects to jody am i correct in understanding that that's correct in fact health solutions appears to be defunct um the the most recent set of like um books that you can find you know uh, balance books uh, is from uh, 1990, and they all appear to be um, like um, transaction reports of uh, shipments received um, at this address in Santa Monica, basically um, from various um, other companies around the country, all of which have you know bewildering array of different names that are like as just as generic as health solutions, you know. Although if you had to venture a guess, since you got an exceptional success, I'd say um, definitely something in the medical field, something medically related. Um, okay. Well, I can only stay online so long before things start to get noticed because it is dial-up. Um, <laughs> That's true. So uh, I'm going to power down for the night. I do. 
I may try to use my back door into the club zombie system that we established earlier as a way of trying to uh, to see if I can't, you know, common tactic is sort of like, okay, did some idiot write down a password in a word file on their computer? Cause that happens <laughs> way more frequently than you would, <laughs> you would like to think. Yeah. Um, so I may, I may do that later, but I think I'd also, from a pacing standpoint, I also don't want to make uh, Andrew and Ellie just sit here while I <laughs> while I act. <laughs> so right. I'm, I'm happy Cyberpunk to Cyberpunk Netrunner problem. Yeah, uh... <laughs> it's hard being the Decker and Shadowrun is all I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm happy to move forward. Time. I'm fine. If I mean, not I, I can't speak for Andrew, but I'm fine with you. You know, uh, plumbing the depths of this uh, plot hook. Um, so long as you relay it back to us, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. And at this point, I don't think that there's a lot that um, our characters can do tonight otherwise. Um, yeah, we I have think... nothing explicitly. Yeah. Sorry, Andrew. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So, anyway, so I'd say let's, uh, I would vote, let's wrap up the hacking for the night and then we can cut to the scene when we all reunite. Yep. Which, of course, would be, um, you know, out in the quad uh before the first bell rings um you know it's a it's a gray slightly damp november morning chilly you know you got your jackets on hats uh flannels actually no doubt um and uh but yeah it's um this is one of your you know sort of stolen moments um for the time being unless you want to risk breaking breaking curfew later uh, but uh but yeah so no doubt nick fills you in yes I relate to you everything that you already heard me relate so i mean and we don't know what happened to her i mean i, I didn't see her get taken out did it, oh is there was there anything in the newspaper this morning david oh uh, yeah yeah happened last Question. night so um so the big news actually is is um jenna's murder because that that news has gotten out um that her her remains were recovered um or or not recovered rather but um discovered i should say um and um you know uh, it is now a murder investigation rather than a, a kidnapping investigation although you know that's the other thing on the conspiracy dbs last night for nick is like lots of lots of chatter about that because people are like they're being really tight-lipped about the details you know like what what is this about you know her remains being found but not recovered you know and and all this kind of stuff um so um so that's kind of the big news um uh, paging through the paper you do spot an item on like you know page three about you know altercation at ucla medical school and um again the details are are fairly uh fuzzy although in this case it just seems more like the reporters are being somewhat stymied by the police who are you know claiming active investigation we don't want to give details at this time so on and so forth uh nothing mercifully about your presence has yet come out um just that you know the uh fire alarm was tripped the police were seen responding um and um you know um uh, you know, they the reporters talked to some college students who were, you know, speculating about things like, oh, yeah, I don't know, man. They ran in there with their guns out. And, um, 
you know, I saw this dude come out with blood all over his shirt. You know, there's some other people there. Didn't recognize them. I think they were students, though, you know. Guys, guys, we passed as college students. That's like, that's like for real. That's legit. Did we? Like, really? (laughs) I mean, mean, we're almost freshmen. We're not that far off. Yeah. I mean, the lady at the um, med center didn't really seem to buy it. Quick, quick side note, I have a friend who uh, I ran into on Saturday night who actually has been working at the UCLA Medical Center now for decades and is does like triage. She's a social worker. And oh. I told her about the story and she, she said, she said, yeah, the front desk wouldn't have dealt with that. I'm like, there you go. Yes. The, the, dice, <laughs> the dice were correct. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Love it when that works out. Well, we need we need to find out what happened, to Uncle Kurt. Guys, like Uncle Kurt, you know, looked like he was in bad shape, and you know, like, what are we going to do if anything happens to him? I mean, we know what hospital he was probably taken to. We could probably call it. It's true. We can still make phone calls even if we're grounded. And yeah, and, and my dad's not going to be home until later. I, I'd say we don't know. We're very lucky. I know we know exactly what hospital he was taken to. Well, and if he's conscious, maybe we can just call and ask to be transferred to his room. Yeah. We can't really do a lot. I I have a back door to Club Zombie. I could probably try to get into Chateau Corp systems, but aside from that, our acts, our our movement has been somewhat curtailed. Um. So it's just so you're all clear, when my parents ground me, uh, they take my car keys. So, yeah, I'm I I can't chat I can't show for us anywhere until I get them back. Well, wouldn't where do they keep them? I mean, I'm not saying you should take them. I'm just saying, where do they uh, keep them? <laughs> Uh, very good question. Uh, I've not tried to look yet, but if I had to guess, probably the liquor cabinet that they think I don't know about. (laughs) Well, you know, it might be safer. Can you, can you get your girlfriend to pick us up? Uh, uh, he'll pretend to look at Nick as though he doesn't know. She's talking about him, and he said, "Oh, oh, d- yeah. I mean, I could ask Raven if that's who you mean. Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, we're we're not like, you know, we're not together or anything. Um, we saved her life. She can give us a ride. I feel like that's not out of the question, right? And probably better. We, you know, we're more likely to get caught if we take Nick's car. Yeah, yeah. Um." Yeah, I'll ask. But I guess here's the question. Where are we going? I mean, Club Zombie's been cleaned, so, you know, we can get a ride. I'm not worried about that. But, I mean, what next? Yeah. um, Well, the first thing I just want to verify is whether Uncle Kurt's okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, Do we have time on the break, David, to find a payphone and try calling into the hospital? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Danny, you want to make that call? Yeah. 
Okay. So yeah, you um, you know find a you know, listing obviously for the uh, medical center in the in the yellow pages and call them up. And um, when you ask uh, to be connected to Kurt Patterson's room, the receptionist uh, puts you on hold and then comes back on pretty shortly after that. She says, um, she says, I- I'm sorry. Are you family? Yeah, he's he's my uncle. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, honey. Uh, your your uncle is is in the ICU. Um, we can't uh, put you through. But uh, if he's your uncle, I'm sure I'm sure your parents will be taking you by to see him uh, at some point. Oh, yeah, for sure. And can you just remind me what the visiting hours are? Oh, sure. They're uh, nine to four uh, Monday through Saturday. Okay, cool. <laughs> and and I guess. I, I think my mom's really unhappy and, and upset and she was afraid to call me. And is he even conscious yet? Um, I don't have that information um, at, at hand, but um, I do see here that he was brought in for a skull fracture. So uh, it's possible he's not. Okay. All right. Well, thank, thank you so much for your help. It's, it's, it's a hard time. Of course you take care, sweetie. All right, so here's the deal. He's he's in ICU now, and visiting hours are nine to four. And frankly, he's pleased. So I mean, wouldn't they set someone up outside his door anyway? Visiting hours or not? Yeah, I mean, especially if he got in there because a suspect who is still at large hurt him. But right. at least he's stable. Yeah. And if he's not awake yet, and they, she didn't seem to, she seemed to imply that maybe he was probably not conscious yet. Then there's really not much we can do if we try to visit him anyway. Yeah. No, he, he's it's not going to matter until he's up. She's not. She's not going to be able to get him in that hospital. Like there's going to be a police guard on there. Like, that would be suicide. She's not going to go after him. Um, yeah. What's the next step? And, I mean, they have her name. Right, so they're gonna they're gonna be at her house, so there's no point in trying to go to her house. We're I mean, not gonna find her before the cops do, I would say, because like if you're, you're right, they got her name. She's assault committed assault on a police officer. They're gonna find like no, we're not gonna do a better job of looking for her than the Los Angeles Police Department is going to do. What so what can we do that they can't do? Right, you have the disc, right? I mean, yes. is there something that we could use the, di- you know, do we want to go check out Chateau? Uh, I'm going to need to do a little more digging to get us an address, unless you want to hang outside a post office box all day. <laughs> um, but, you know, we could also, I don't know, Health Solutions doesn't may not exist anymore, but like, there we have an address for it. Go down there and see. We had Jody's number, right? Uh, I'm not sure. Was it only a location that we had for, Jody. for the rendezvous? Oh, for who am I talking about? <clears throat> no, yeah, Jody. That's and, the right name. Yeah, in the ICLA letter, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, it was just the um, time and place. Okay. Okay. Um, then, yeah, I'd say Health Solutions is our only lead, really. 
Um, yeah, we're not going to track her, her, you know, trail from UCLA any better than the LAPD could. Um, the only thing we have that they don't is this disc, which it might be worth even turning over if we've gotten everything. Well, when we've gotten everything we can get from it. I mean, problem. How do we turn it over without incriminating ourselves? Um, we found it. Um, the way where, out. and we didn't turn it in. Why? We forgot about it. I don't know. Tell you what, I'm done with that. You do it. I'll mail it. I don't know. Um, I, I think we need to give to hold on to it and give it to Uncle Kurt because I, I think we all know that this is not police, not normal. Shit. Yeah, this is hunter shit. And sorry, yeah. where was the what city is where whereabouts is it? Uh, the oh, I'm sorry, the the uh, where, where is it located? Health or where was it located? Santa Monica. So I guess uh, Nick, I'm sorry, Ned is going to call his girlfriend and get us a ride to Santa Monica. Ooh, <laughs> that is a, well, I mean, we're in Pasadena. That is a commitment question. It's a, an ask. It might be a weekend uh, trip. Um, yeah. It might be good to not sneak out the very next night. Um, you know, yeah. That there, there are levels of breaking grounding and, you know, <laughs> been in the slammer for 24 hours yet, then, yeah. Let the heat die down. Yes, yes. And also yeah. we could then sneak out a little bit later too and still and be functional the next day. Yeah, I, I agree. I think we should lay low for the week. And David, remind yeah. me what which night was the rendezvous at UCLA? That was so that was last night was a Tuesday, was uh, November eighth. Yeah. So maybe lay low till till weekend? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I agree. Yeah. Okay, I agree with that. Okay. And so, I'm going to uh, keep calling back in the meantime to see if Uncle Kurt is any better. Okay. I'll be checking it. All right. And I'll, I would also use that time to try and use my backdoor club zombie and get some more, mm. dig up some, see if I can fi- sneak my way into Chateau Corp systems. Okay. Excellent. We'll, uh, I will make a mental note for that uh, later. But in the meantime, with the uh, bell ringing, you all heading off to homeroom, um, uh, you know, as you as you file in, you see it's not just your your homeroom teacher. It's also the principal and the uh, guidance counselor are all waiting for you. And, um, you know, right at the top of class, principal steps forward and he says uh, I'm, I'm sure you've all read at this point about the uh, tragedy that has befallen one of our one of our very own here and he, he looks at Jenna's empty desk and you know a couple of the students are sniffling and wiping tears away and, um, and he says uh, and I, I just want want you all to know that uh, that you, you can come to, to me or any of your teachers or Mr. Strand here, and and uh, we will help you know happily uh, talk with you through any any feelings you may be having at this time. It's it's totally understandable to be dealing with a lot of grief and 
anxiety right now. So uh, please do not suffer in silence and uh, uh, know that we are here for you all. And uh, you know, turns it back over to the teacher and, uh, you know, there's a lot of chatter and, you know, you basically just spend the class sort of having an impromptu, you know, group session, uh, people talking about Jenna and, and, you know, definitely some people who are feeling afraid and, um, you know, just, uh, generally, um, sharing feelings around. So I don't know if y'all want to keep your mouths shut <laughs> and, <laughs> or, 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 you know, how you're feeling about that. Um, I, my recollection and, and, uh, is that Jenna was rumored to have been pregnant and I knew the truth, but I didn't want, I didn't say it because it wasn't my place to say anything. Mm -hmm. Um, does anyone recall what the truth was? Because I'm afraid it's been, it's been enough time has passed. I can't remember what, why she actually missed the school. Uh, wasn't it some sort of surgery or procedure she had? Yes, yes. that's right. She is. Um. So in that case, I think while talking, I would actually like wait for someone to bring up the like, well, you know, she was pregnant. She had a kid, right? But, like, that's not what happened. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I would actually be like, this is what happened. Set the she record has, straight. Yeah, I would set the record straight because I think that's been weighing on me um, that she died. And I never made I never I never set the record straight about it because mm -hmm. I'm sure she got some real horrible flack for that. Yeah. And I, I think, um, I think Ned, um, would, you know, no, I think he'd probably avoid trying talking about this at all because it's all linked to various traumas he's recently, um, undergone, you know, he, you know, from the head in the jar to the body he had to touch yesterday to the vampire attack to the slasher attack i think it's it's probably all like linked and so talking about it is like proxy talking about everything else you know mm -hmm. yeah. um and he's just gonna focus on the plan you know that's the mm -hmm. that's everything that's the plan what we're gonna what are we gonna do how are we gonna you know hunt mm -hmm. the reckoning <laughs> mm -mm. The wrong, wrong hunter. <laughs> well, it can be a reckoning. So. It, it, it will be a reckoning. <laughs> but <tonight. laughs> we must stand vigil to get to that reckoning. There you exactly. go. Perfect. And I think for once, Annie would actually keep her mouth shut. Um, I think she typically is very vocal in these situations, but I think she's she's similar to Ned that she feels like, and not so much the trauma, but she just feels like you know anything she would say is going to be divulging information. All she wants to talk about is the fact that it's all linked and this is messed up and this is what happened to, you know, Cam and, uh, or, uh, and, and they're everyone and it just, it, it's all messed up. And, you know, so I think she's just going to basically just sit there and just be stoic. So, um, so yeah, I mean, that, that's, you know, turns into a, a bit of an intense hour and, um, uh, you know, as, as the bell rings, you all head off, you know, everyone's sort of in a very um, thoughtful sort of mood. So, um, 
but you know, the rest of the, the school day passes otherwise, um, you know, as, as you might expect. And, um, you know, with the final bell and everyone's sort of, you know, heading off and, uh, you know, your parents are, you know, have, have come by to pick you up, you know, uh, make sure that you get back home or, you know, Ned, obviously you're off to practice, but, or Ned and Nick actually are off to Yeah, practice. no, no, I st- I'm still in soccer. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. Right. I was like, wait a minute. Um, so you're off to practice, but, um, um, uh, I'm his pizza, the, the hippie chick. Uh, <laughs> she, uh, um, she's kind of like circulating and she's um, handing out these, these like uh, very obviously like impromptu photocopied uh, party flyers that she obviously made up on, on her lunch hour. And um, she, you know, she's like handing them out just saying like, you know, we, we really need to like clear the air, you know, and just like um, just kind of like have a reset. So I'm going to be holding like a good vibes only party at my house this Saturday so everyone's invited, you know, and, and it's got her address on it. And, um, you know, so she's just kind of circulating and handing those out. This is a proto YOLO thing. Good vibes only. Good vibes only. Um, and that'll take a flyer, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it sounds good, but it also sounds like... Um, uh, information gathering opportunity. He's mm. gonna actually, uh, he's a year for parties. Hell yeah, yeah, that's like a, a three, number three. Well, I Indeed. guess the zombie one wasn't a school party, true, true, right? Yeah, but yeah, for hunters, we're attending a lot of parties. I'd like to suggest that when she's handing out the flyers, um, she looks over at Annie and Annie is like really intense. There are no good vibes on her face. Maybe she skips <laughs> Annie. Um, so maybe Annie will hear about it later from her friends, but yes, yes. <laughs> and I'll, I'll tell Amethyst this is a really good idea. So yeah, this is exactly what the school needs, you know? Thank you, Ned. I thought, you so know, there are no football games coming up soon. So this is like, you know, the next best thing. Exactly. Just need to chill, especially after that Halloween party. That was like so weird. It was a little freaky. I mean, the rats all at once, you know? Ugh. Yeah. Gross. And the. Yeah. Mm hmm. I mean, I'm an animal lover. I'm a vegetarian, but mm-hmm. I don't like rats. Nobody does. Nobody does. <laughs> Though, you know, maybe that's maybe they get a bad rap. You know, they're just trying to live. Just because they caused a plague once. <laughs> exactly. They can go live somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you. Honestly. Um, Especially, you know, I still have nightmares of a toilet opening up and a stream of r- rats just pouring ew, out, you know? Ew, ew, Turning on no. the pipes and it's just Absolutely like a rat's not. tail comes down. No, you know, no. opening the like closet and walks off like waving you, you know, like waving it away. Like, no, no. 
the next time I'm walking by, I'm just gonna say something like, you know, um, uh, opening the kitchen cupboards and, you know, as though I had kept going the whole time, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Raw sewage everywhere. <laughs> um, so, you know, otherwise life goes on. Um, you're laying low. So, you know, uh, um, we'll speed along the, the narrative. Uh, Annie, you're, you're calling and checking in daily on Uncle Kurt. Um, it, it does seem like he's in a coma, unfortunately. So, um, you know, and, and uh, I checked. This is two years before the uh, HIPAA laws were passed. So you're able to glean some information, um, which is <laughs> that he's in critical but stable condition. So well, one, one of those words is good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's still in the ICU. There is a measure of guilt. I mean, we did specifically plan for him to come in like he did. Um, and uh, it ended with him in a, well, it sounds like a coma, which is... Um, Oops. Yeah, it's rough. Mm. It's rough. Um, um, so, yeah, really the only other uh, thing of note that happens that week... Um, well, I guess a couple things, right? So we need an investigation plus uh, a computer's role for uh, Nick. Yes. Let's get my sheet. Or investigation plus computers. Good Lord. Um, <laughs> intelligence is what I meant. Yes. Intelligence plus computer. Nothing. You know what? You know what? Let's make it a dramatic failure. Ooh, excellent. Okay. So... Um, uh, you know, get a beat for that, and um, yeah. So, so what you what you discover uh, poking around on this back end is that it actually has some some pretty sophisticated talking. You know, speaking of Shadowrun, it has some pretty sophisticated like anti intrusion um, you know protocols in place where you know like you're trying to spoof a password and like on the third try you just get locked out um, and you're not entirely sure, but it might actually uh, run a reverse trace on your connection. Um, so yeah, you're, you're sort of left with this uneasy feeling after you got locked out that um, uh, whoever the sysadmin is might have your, you know, um, well, your information on it. I guess they had IP addresses back then, whatever the 1994 equivalent of an IP address was. Phone number? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I, I, as far as I was concerned at that age, the internet, the computers were magic, run by wizards. Yeah, so. exactly. It was just woo, there. It is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, so yeah. So, uh, you know, the one thing you can, of course, glean is that um, there's definitely some people uh, who do not want folks snooping around in those um, servers. And it's not a, um, this is a fly by night operation. They've actually got some pretty serious, they've got some pretty serious security that they're, they, they're trying to keep secret. Way more than you would assume for a defunct nightclub in Hollywood, you know? <laughs> yeah. Something's up. Yeah. So even I failed, but I learned something. Did exactly. So, um, other than that, um, you know, there's still uh, 
rampant speculation. Uh, now, Annie has her own uh, group that she hangs out online, right? It's uh, your sort of occult uh, groups and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, it's an occult group. It's uh, my my mentor, Merit. Your mentor, Merit. That's right. Okay. So, um, so for yeah, for you, Annie, um, you know, they're talking about uh, Jenna's death over there as well in those chat rooms, and um, however, they're they're coming at it obviously from uh, more of a um, a cult side, you know, um, theorizing that um, there might be something. Uh, ritualistic behind it somehow the news has leaked that um the remains that were found and then disappeared again were jenna's was jenna's head um somehow that's gotten out and um and so of course they're speculating there's some some kind of ritual it's some kind of you know head magic or something you know um and um um is your mentor like someone specific or is it just the chat group as an aggregate? It's, it's the chat group as an aggregate, the yeah. AOL chat room. Okay. So, yeah. So like the, the sort of, um, uh, you know, gestalt intelligence of this chat room, uh, you know, turns up some information that, um, uh, you know, Jenna's not the only Pasadena high school student to have gone missing that, uh, exactly two weeks prior to her disappearance a former pasadena high student named benjamin strickland uh went missing benjamin strickland have we seen that name before sounds familiar you it have sounds familiar indeed. to me too yeah i was trying to find yeah. my notes scanning my notes that's okay when it does sound familiar uh, Aaron Evans is there. My character make a memory check for that information. Yeah, sure. I'd love to do the same. So intelligence plus composure. Mm-hmm. Three successes. Excellent. So where do I recall the name from? So you recall seeing the name in uh, the yearbook that you recovered um, from the sepulcher a club zombie that had um, Jody's name in it. And uh, was more this one of the two friends? It was one of her two friends. Ah. And what was the other name? Patricia Park. Patricia Park. Okay. Um, I Once I hear this, I'm going to make a note that when I'm able to, using school resources or limited online resources, I want to look around and see Patricia Park is also murdered. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, I mean, obviously a check of the white pages uh, turns up a, a couple of Patricia Parks in Pasadena. Um, I don't know if you want to cold call those or not. If there's no other options, I'll do that. Um, that's <laughs> something I could do from home while grounded. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so the, uh, you know, first number you call um you get a a patricia park who um clearly sounds you know kind of like older um uh, you know definitely not someone in their in their 20s and um uh you know 
more or less is confused as to why he might be calling. Uh, the other number uh, goes to an answering machine, but the voice on that machine uh, definitely sounds like somebody younger and, um, you know, kind of sassy, <laughs> you know, and, uh, but then um, um, instead of a, a beep, it just clicks off, which, you know, like would indicate that the, um, the tape on the answering machine is probably full. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll try, I'll keep the number to try again another time. Um, I think what I'm trying to, or what Annie's starting to wonder is if there is some sort of pattern here. It's not just random victims, but there's some connection with all of them. <clears throat> I'm who has the yearbook? Is, is it with Ari right now? Well, yeah, I know Ari had it for a while. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm going to try to sleep. call Ari and get him on the phone and be like, Hey, Ari. Hey, is there anyone, are there any Gordons from the year that, uh, um, in, in the yearbook? Like, I wanted to try to figure out, like, if Jenna is, like, someone's younger sister or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so a, a quick check uh, does indeed reveal um, that there was a, a Daniel Gordon um, in the same class year, you know. And then I'll ask Ari, hey, Ari, is Daniel Gordon like connected with Patricia or Benjamin or Jody at all? Um, a, you know, few minutes of page flipping uh, turns up no no apparent um, uh, connection, at least so insofar as the yearbook might, you know, reveal. Um, actually, there is one bit right at the end Um he did sign the yearbook, but um, it's like the most generic signature. It's just, you know, like have a cool summer. Oh, the yearbook days. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll, I'll pass that information on the next time we're all together. What, what, when I uh, figure all this out, is it already Saturday at that point or is it earlier in the week? Um, yeah, it's, it's earlier in the week. Um, uh, Cause you know, you don't really have a lot to do otherwise. So <laughs> you know, you got nothing but time. Um, certainly not paying attention in class certainly not um yeah the only other thing of, of, of note that happens prior to the weekend is there's a career fair on friday and um you know so you get out of class um to go do that it's down in the gym and you know a bunch of um you know local businesses and the military and various other you know, outlets have set up booths and tables and, you know, all the juniors and seniors get to go and, um, you know, get to go, have to go. And, um, and so you're, you're all just sort of, you know, circulating around. It's, you know, one of these times where you're able to exchange some information. Um, but, uh, the notable thing that happens. Yes. Was this where Jody spoke? Uh, no, so Jody Jody came in at the beginning of the week and gave her talk, and that was more about like um, choosing a good college and that kind of thing. I mean, like physically, is this the location where that little ah ah uh, no no? So she she gave her talk at the auditorium, and this is in the gym. And when we did our our debrief after the on Wednesday morning, um, following the death of Jenna coming out, 
did they at that point or since then has anyone addressed Jody? Like, has it been released that Jody's a suspect or anything? Because I mean, literally, she was just talking to all of us. So that that could be a further triggering event if it does come out. Mm-hmm. Totally. But yeah, so far you haven't seen her name pop up okay. anywhere. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was just contacted to do this, or she contacted whatever. But just as alum, right? Not with any organization or not with any. Correct. Whether that was on her initiative or not was unclear. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if this is anachronistic or not. Mm. Um, so during the week, you know, obviously I talk to Raven pretty much every uh, night on the phone. Okay. Um, Obviously. Obviously. Um, Now that I have Allies 1, Hollywood Goths. Yes. Right? Um, I want to know, is there someone who does like a a goth zine, you know, of the time or anything, you know, anyone who, you know, is connected information-wise about the goings-on um of the city you know um who maybe um i know there's a goth zine called in memoriam at the time because i know lauren has a copy my wife has a copy um that was based in la but i i think it was mostly fashion i don't know if it was fashion of of deceased people it would be pretty morbid but i don't know well it is yeah i don't know um (laughs) But I'm just wondering if she can put me into contact with anyone who might have info on Absolutely. some of I the mean, weirder goings we on of the city. I don't yeah. think we even need to roll for that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So she knows one of the folks who runs the Carpe Noctum zine. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Carpe Noctum nice. is our president's favorite sign-off. Whenever he sends us emails, oh, yeah, that's what <laughs> I was like, really, nice. on brand, yeah, <laughs> awesome. Um, so I, I mean, I don't even have to have a direct conversation with them. I would just have a couple of questions that, like, that hopefully they could, you know, tell me anything they know, and that is, um, strange disappearances, um. Uh, anything about Club Zombie, and then the name Jody uh, Foster Forrester, ba- uh, Barnett. Barnett. Why do I think? Oh, I know why. <laughs> <laughs> um, so strange disappearances, and uh, what else? Club Zombie. Club Zombie. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, you know, you you, you get a you get a um, a phone number, and you're able to get through to them you know at some point and um during the week you know and you have a, a nice little you know half hour chat and um uh, you know he he's like oh yeah man club zombie was great um pretty much every night something was going on down there and it was a it was a real scene you know um but uh yeah i i <laughs> kind of spent some of my baby goth days uh hanging out there but they never let me in the in the sepulcher, of course, you know, that was just for like the, the cool kids, 
Uh, you know, I snuck like, down there once. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. No, I, I always wanted to get in there, but like, I don't know. Um, did you know anyone who did get down there? Yeah. Like, um, I mean, it was kind of, you know, I mean, it was, it was, it was who, you know, right. So yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, there were some, um, there were some kids, uh, Raven told me you're, you're from Pasadena. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there were some like Pasadena kids. Um, the hell were their names? Um, Patricia, she was pretty cute. Um, Jody, I think. And, um, mm-hmm. I forget the guy's name, but yeah, they were yeah. hanging out with this dude. He like used to be a soap opera actor. Like he used to be in like daytime soaps and after school specials and stuff. Um, guy named Aaron Evans, but uh, Aaron Evans, right? Okay, cool. Uh, but yeah, they yeah, were always they... hanging out with him down at Club Zombie. Well, this is like a few years ago, I guess. Gotcha. Um, cool. You've seen any of them recently? Heard anything about any of them recently? Kind of um, faded off the radar. Yeah, you know, the the club went out of business and then it opened up again and then it went out of business again, Mm -hmm. closed down again. Um, Yeah, I mean, you know, it's L.A. Nothing lasts. I I appreciate the talk. Well, I, you know, Raven told me everything that happened, you know, in terms of helping her out. And we just, you know, um, we all love Raven. You know, we're, we're really grateful to you for for helping out and you know yeah, getting her getting her to the hospital in time you know it's, i mean i think that's the last time she's gonna mess around with any any weird pills that someone just hands her at a club you know yeah yeah <laughs> i i hope so um <laughs> yeah yeah no i mean i did what anyone would do you know i'm not like some kind of hero or anything it's just the uh, you know <laughs> i think anyone would do what i did but i'm i'm really glad because um i'm glad i was there you know yeah yeah Yeah. well you know we we owe you big time so you know if you ever need anything just let us know all right man thank you i appreciate it of course um is it is it cheesy to sign off carpe noctum i'm gonna do he does it he says carpe noctum (laughs) (laughs) and the carpe noctum to you as well (laughs) right um I so, yeah. I didn't ask about Ben Strickland. I'm pretty sure the third person is Ben Strickland. I didn't even feel. I, I don't think. Yeah. Maybe even yeah. Before, yeah. It's like whoever um, that other guy was. Yeah. Whoever that other guy is. Yeah. Okay. I will relay that to the group the next time I see him. I mean, okay. Not, so yeah, you're not, you're you're walking the career fair, uh, getting them caught up on this when um, uh, this woman just walks right up to you all. She's wearing, um, you know, kind of like a, a very um, a sort of high-end, like an Armani, you know, women's uh, business suit, right? And um, she's got a, a, you know, sort of a, a bob and um, uh, sunglasses tucked in the pocket of her blazer, you know, and and a, a little clipboard and. And she says, uh, she looks right at Nick. She goes, uh, I'm sorry, are you uh, Nicholas Graves? I don't know. Who are you? <laughs> Typically, 
where I'm from, we introduce ourselves before we ask <laughs> questions like that. So much snark. Ooh. Throwing some attitude. I'm 17. <laughs> and I'm feeling annoyed that I got kicked, that, that I got done over by a sysadmin. <laughs> Still smarting on that. Duh. Um, so she gives you a little, you know, sort of half smile and, um, she's got her clipboard and, and she, um, uh, pulls a, a, a card off the clip and, uh, and hands it over to you. And she says, um, uh, my name is Melanie Sweetwater. I am with the Karon group. Um, just wanted to, um, give you some of our literature. We've been, um, uh, going through student records um, with your guidance counselor. Um, we're always interested in recruiting the best and brightest. And uh, we're very impressed by your academic record. And she hands out a brochure as well. All right, so player is going to internally just say, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly who this is. In character, me though, however, doesn't know this person. So <laughs> I'm going to go, okay, cool. I'll look at you. And then I just, like, I assume we all have like bag, like tote bags that we're right. putting various <laughs> brochures into. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, a, a quick glance at the brochure uh, indicates it's some kind of like humanitarian, um, like, sort of a doctors without borders sort of thing, you know, like they provide, um, you know, medical, uh, assistance and, and, um, you know, prosthetics and, and other things for people around the world and war zones and developing nations and so forth. So, um, and, and yeah, your, your eye alights upon their, um, their, uh, logo, which is, you know, a, a, um, bearded, Horned man over a um, caduceus. Great, awesome. <laughs> What's Love this it. Umbrella Corporation? I don't know. They make me a pretty good offer. Umbrella Corporation. Yeah. Oh Lord. Can you promise me I'll die in an equally horrible way from science kind of muck? Only if you're lucky. As long as I get time to write out a weird diary entry that I leave near my body for a cop to later find. Um, but yeah, so uh, other than that, prior to the weekend, what, what do we all, what do we all want to do, if anything, or shall we move on to Saturday? So I'm going to, Annie will share what she learned about um, working with Ari about the, the books and, or the, um, the, you know, Benjamin and everyone else. Um, and I don't know that would prompt Ned to share what he turned out from the goths. Mm -hmm. I assume so. Uh, yes, of course. So I, it does seem like we're, we're closing in on some sort of broader connection with everything. We now can look into Aaron Evans, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, we saw he was, if I'm remembering correctly, the boy who the young man who was killed on air right was that not aaron evans that's what i thought um by mistress black mm -hmm. um in the redacted recording of her show which i can't remember the name of um 
Mistress Black's a happy yeah. hour. <laughs> Mid midnight movie madness or thank you. So if Aaron was part of this group and Mistress Black killed Aaron on air, why would they want to be like Mistress Black? Like, isn't that weird? Like, wouldn't they feel angry at Miss Mistress Black as opposed to like uh you know, Jody trying to be her, right? Well, like we've been assuming this is vampires. But what if it's not vampires? What if it's something the vampires stumbled onto? Like, what if that was an accident? Right? Like, what if what if she didn't mean to kill him on air? Because like that's that's been bothering me for a while now, right? Like that's sloppy. That is yeah. shockingly sloppy. Um, yeah, like that's that's. I'm not a vampire, and it did occur to me to not murder somebody on air <laughs> like no offense to, to no offense to our hunter friends but I cannot imagine it was particularly difficult to suss that one out when she literally <laughs> murdered somebody on live television yeah I wonder um, what kind of I wonder if she's um, maybe they were in a cult of some kind and she was their cult leader maybe um, something is something's weird about that like I don't know. Like, what's her name? Um, Jody. She's not a vampire. She came to our school in the middle of the day. Yeah. And talked to us. And we saw her leave the the, the gymnasium. And she walked in the sunlight. Well, what did you see? Her, what if the. You gone? I was just going to say. Did you see what her experiment was? She had a dead body and she was working with its blood. Uh, what if she I, is trying to become one? Maybe, or or maybe she's trying to become one without all deficits. Right. You know, like or what if this blood pill is connected? Like what if it's not maybe what if right. Mistress Black was given one and it made her go crazy? And what what if what if this is? And then what about the people who got sick? Remember, we all were given pills. Thankfully, we didn't personally take it. Um, Raven did, though. You know, because that's what Raven does. Um, but what if they all got hey. really sick? And you know, because of the pill too. So what if this is the same pill or different iterations of it? Maybe the bodies are actually not about getting blood. Maybe the bodies are people who took the blood pill. And trying to figure out how to make it better. Well, that could be right. Uh, yeah, and or there's so many possibilities. Or the bodies are used to make the blood pills. I don't know. Yeah, but it could it could be. Yeah, I don't know. She just gave me of this vibe of more mad scientist than cultist. Like, I guess I don't know the vibes that well. I I, I have a hard time. I have. Apart. I have failed you as a friend, and I am sorry. That's, but you know. when we're not about to die, I will. We will. We'll give you a full horror movie um, syllabus. We're gonna think you and I are just gonna spend go to Blockbuster and spend the entire weekend going over this, just for your for your own safety, if nothing else. But can't wait. Oh, it's gonna be great. Um. Somehow Nick and Ned are each other's best friends, although no one can quite understand why. <laughs> Least of all themselves. All right, Look, teammates. So I think that no. we our plan is good. Then we need to get Raven to drive us someplace on Saturday night. 
Because, you know, honestly, Raven could be a target. So we need to kind of keep her close and make sure that she doesn't. What if they want to kill her and take her blood? Could always use our Los Angeles's fully functional public transportation. I can't keep that up. Everyone knows. <laughs> well, well, because here, here's the thing. Like, so far, she might be one of the only ones who survived taking the pill, right? Yeah, I mean, they seem to go get everyone else. Um, and we got her to the hospital in time with yeah, a so little look to Annie who didn't cost. even want to drop her off. Um, <laughs> so, well, you know, she, she's really she's really lucky that we, we did the right thing in that case. But I mean, honestly, like if word gets out with all the gods that she's the one survivor and it is a pill that they were testing on everyone, they're going to come after her. I, no, no, I just had a thought. What hospital did we drop her off at? Does anyone remember? Cedar Sinai, I think. If they're worried about the information about this pill getting out and killing people is covering that up, they're going to be pissed off that a bunch of doctors poked around at somebody who took the pill and survived. Either way, so I think we're in trouble. I'm going to try to get her medical records tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay um, I break the law all the time why are you shocked yeah I had my mom said as much oh uh, yeah your mom was right <laughs> mom was right about you stay away from that boy <laughs> my parents one my parents think you're great and that you're a good influence oh. on me two let's be real Annie is probably the main driving force for us go, going places we should not go for sure the worst influence yeah it's because I'm caffeinated <laughs> yes probably all right, I am gonna call Raven and Estelle to really lay low, and that we're gonna meet up on Saturday. And do you either of you mention the party to Annie? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't see why not. Is that on Friday night or was it on Saturday? Saturday. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, yeah. Um, listen, it. I actually think we should all go to this Amatista party thing. Are you going to bring Raven? Unfortunately, she might clash with the um, vibe of the thing. Maybe I will. You know what? She's pretty fun, right? She know you're a high school student. Hmm. <laughs> You're right. I don't think she should come. Just she might be busy. Is the thing what kind of facade? Have you been putting it? <laughs> I well, mean, well, the 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 other thing it may be less likely to be true, but I just feel like we should put this out on the table too. What if the experiments, for cult reasons or for unknown other reasons, what if it's really all about Pasadena high school people? Like, is gathering all the kids together on a house party on Saturday night is that putting them at risk? I mean, by the rules of horror movies, yes, but, you know, according to horror movies, anytime high school there's a party, it's, someone's going to die. You're asking for it, yeah. yeah. Well, well hmm. narratively speaking, I mean, really, that's just because they're only showing you the parties where something interesting happens. Why would you show the party if nothing interesting happens? So it's really just also a narrative true. construct. You are, I can't argue with that, especially because we're still a year out from screen coming out. That's right. 
<laughs> he says. Nick actually uh, sells the uh, the the you know treatment for Scream to uh, Wes Craven next year. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Graves cinema profit. Yes. Right. Um, that's all the more reason we should go. But um, if I know anything about hunting monsters in your spare time, it's that you have to maintain a good mental health perspective. All right? So we're all going to go to this good vibes party and we're going to soak in some good vibes. And then we're going to go track down this thing. I've got the best mental health of anyone here. I don't know what you're all from. It's just going to You are hanging by a thread, my friend. <laughs> I'll go to the party, but I'm not observing any good vibes. <laughs> you Will know there what? be... Will there That's be fine. pizza? Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Then I will go. <laughs> the other thing I've learned about hunting monsters in your spare time is never, ever give up a chance to get some food in And Annie, I'll absorb enough good vibes for you and I'll dole it out as necessary uh, to you through the week. All right? <laughs> fine. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right, but you did want to use Raven's uh, chauffeur service before yes. the party, correct? Yes. And before that, I'm going to try to hack into the hospital to get her to get Raven's medical records. <laughs> oh, right. certainly, certainly. The simple task of hacking into the hospital. She probably <laughs> has some release, like some summary of um her you oh, know, sure. situation, right? Her uh, release medical notes or whatever. Right, yeah, release. whatever. Yeah. So. I'll, has to take a look at those as well if that's won't be the same as the medical records but okay well let's get that hacking out of the way uh so yeah intelligence plus computer and yeah i mean it's you know gonna be behind a firewall so we'll need two successes to get in successes great all right so you're able to um you're able to, yeah, pull up her medical records and, um, uh, you know, scanning them, you see that, you know, they did a, a full battery of, of blood work and, um, and most of it, uh, came out looking uh, pretty normal. Um, she did have her stomach pumped. They analyzed the contents of that, and that was um, where things kind of took a turn because they um, found some, you know, strange uh, what they what they identified as human blood in her stomach, but um, with some unknown uh, elements, you know, like chemical uh, structures in the blood. Um, you know, they're just marked as like unknown. Um, so, uh, yeah, bit of a mystery. Pretty creepy. How much blood? Like, it's more than is in a pill, I assume. Right? Uh, yeah, it was like about a pint, actually. Ooh, that's a lot of blood. Yeah. Interesting. And verified from these records someone else's blood essentially yes yeah okay interesting okay. Right. that is very weird yeah 
And then they were going to feed on them. It seemed like the plan. Interesting. Okay. I wonder if it's just like a seasoning or something, you know? <laughs> uh, interesting. Okay. And I assume I get there's less information than that on her release papers. It's just like stomach pumped and. Yeah. You know, you had your stomach pumped. You may right. experience some uh, throat irritation and coughing for the next two days, you know, that kind of thing. Right. You owe us a bajillion dollars. Yes. <laughs> exactly. It was in the 90s. It was only a billion back then. Oh, that's, that's right. true. That's true. So um, you want her to drive you down to Santa Monica? Was that the plan? Or Yeah, yeah. And we'll, like, get some ice cream. But then after that, I'm going to have to inspect this. <laughs> It's, uh, uh, it's like a scavenger hunt, kind of. You know, it's just where. Uh, do you want to like clue her in on what you're up to, or do you just want to like kind of try and, um, let's say, um, manipulate her using your subterfuge, for example? I don't have the best subterfuge or the best manipulation. He's a <laughs> he's a presence persuasion type of guy. Ah, um, okay. Well, if you can think of a way that you could persuade her, you know, that's perfectly fine. Um, I think, okay, quick group meeting question. Why don't we just tell Raven everything? How do we feel about that as a group? I don't well know her well enough to know if I can trust her or not. And by telling her, are we getting her involved and putting her at risk? I thought you liked her. A way to put that. Um, I just feel like she'll be better equipped to protect herself if she knows what's going on. You know, like if I tell her, hey, lay low for unspecified reasons, I don't know that she'll take it as seriously as um, you're in trouble because the a group of possible vampire cultists might want to re return to claim you. You know what I mean? Um, it's vampire mad scientists, not cultists. We already You're figured right. that out. I'm sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean to offend Jody, who is not here at the moment. <laughs> didn't know her advocate was here. Um, but I don't know. It it feels like it's going to be hard to protect her without giving her something. You know? Well, the original options you put on the table net were not tell her something. They were tell her every, bring her in and tell her everything or tell her nothing. Hmm. All right. All right. So what's the, what's the middle option? Well, um, I mean, I think we could tell her that we're looking into it. I mean, frankly, she's going to drive us to health solutions. She's probably going to need to know why anyway. Yeah. But I don't think we tell her about everything else. Okay. So we'll just so tell maybe her. Maybe we tell her that we're finding out about the pill and that we think that the pills that were given out are part of some weird kind of experimental drug and we want to go investigate that. And by the way, she should probably lay low in case they're trying to come come back and find out what happened to her and she's the only survivor but i think we nice. leave out all the talk about the hunters and you know vampires and specifically and such 
Yeah, you're right. That's that's believable. All right. Glad I read it by you guys first. <laughs> Nick, are, Nick, are you good with that? Yeah, I think that makes sense. All right. Let's get a presence plus persuasion roll then and see how well that goes down. All right. Um, do I get a bonus, any sort of bonuses, circumstance bonuses? Yeah, I mean, add your dot and ally. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Presence, persuasion. Ultimately, moving kind of slowly for me. And plus one. That's four successes. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, all of that makes total sense. And uh, in fact, uh, she says, uh, you know, I know what happened to me was really, really weird. And I've been kind of living on edge ever since wondering what else was going to happen. Like, I feel like this is not, it's not over yet. So, um, yeah, that's reassuring actually to know that um, it's not uh, it's not just me who's feeling paranoid. No, it's not just you. And you know, I don't think it's okay what happened. You know, and um, I promise you, we're going to find out who's responsible. Wow. I guess I'm just really lucky I met you, Ned. No, I'm lucky I met you. Amber pans <laughs> and, 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 and Nick are on like sitting on a couch behind them, just like uh, oh my goodness, just in the back seat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Annie opens her window and is like, "Boy, it's stuffy in here." <laughs> <laughs> Even though like doing seventy on the freeway at the moment. All right. When you drive down to Santa Monica, you locate this address. It's, um, you know, it, it's it's in a um, sort of a, a commercial district of the city. Um, and, you know, it's pretty obvious as soon as you turn onto the street that it's like mostly just like um, warehouses and, um, you know, generic office buildings, uh, you know small little offices for rent and uh and then you spot the address and it's a um a storage lot you know storage units not what i expected all right um uh public like public storage unit right Mm -hmm. like yeah like yeah all right is it Um, like all locked up and closed for the night well, you're going down during the day, right? Because you want yeah. to hit the yeah, party before later. the party. Yeah. So yeah, you're okay. able to get on the get on the property. Okay. Um, how do um, are, they're wholly unattended. It's just a bunch of storage units with locks. I assume is that right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Hmm. It's tricky to find anything uh, about the contents of any of these. Um, so on this specific, so it's is it one specific storage unit, David, or is it the whole lot? Like, is it just the address for the for the business? It was just the, address it the address for the lot. For specific, right? 
Okay. Yeah. It didn't give any unit numbers. Obviously, you know, there are numbers mm-hmm. on the on each door, but um yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And, um, and he says, I- I've got this. And he's gonna walk up to the front desk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> the confidence. <laughs> There's a um, and- uh, dude behind the desk, you know, and he, he kind of looks up at you, he's like, Yes. Now it's been a whole week, so am I correct in presuming that um we've got in enough good nights of sleep that our willpower is back? Absolutely, yes. Fantastic. I'm gonna say, hey, so I need your help with something. My my dad, he sent had some mail sent here. Um, and but just to the general address, so like where does that end up? Um uh, right here at the desk. Your dad oh, had mail okay. sent here. Yeah, I mean, he 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 didn't. I I don't know. I mean, honestly, I think he's been drinking again. It was all a little confusing, but yeah, he he said he said he he sent in some um, some medical bill or something, uh, health solutions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he uh, <laughs> he reaches uh, under the desk and opens a file drawer and pulls out this like accordion file and there's like about you know you would estimate several dozen envelopes inside this accordion file and he says all their fucking mail comes here wow that's, that's your weird saying, so why would they give it. out an address for the lot are you asking like, why would they use or you yeah yeah I'm, I'm asking i'm oh, like okay. gosh that's so weird why on earth would they do that i don't know it's in a database somewhere i guess yeah, you, you know, they rent out like half the units on this on this lot. So I don't, I can't complain. You know, checks arrive every every month. You know. Oh well, well that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, yeah, no. Um, uh, the the yeah the the address was for Kurt Patterson, or you know the the return address. Do you, do you, do you see that there? <laughs> So he starts like pawing through everything and, you know, obviously not really wanting to. So he gives it a very sort of cursory um, going over. He's like, no, sorry, I don't see anything in here. You know, the mail takes so long now, right? Like, I mean, I guess it's just still must be on its way. Well, you know, thanks for checking. That's really cool of you. You're you're a cool guy. Did she make out any names as as he cycled through them? Yeah, it does. It does genuinely look like. um, Uh. Yeah, it's like maybe the address got sold to some like medical mm. uh, mailing list or something. So it's it's right. mostly like catalogs and and um, junk mail essentially. Oh, right. and hey, what what time do you, what time do you close and what time do you open? Like in case the mail comes later, like uh, we're open seven days a week. We open at eight a.m. Close at seven. All right, all right, cool. Well, hey, you know, thanks again. Sorry to bug you. You know, I need to like really do something about my dad. So with that, um, Ned will be quietly popping as she returns. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so here's the deal: they rent out half of the units on the lot, and they um, they just have their mail sent here, just to the general lot. But you know they're around, and if we wanted to get into that mail, they close at seven p.m. and they don't open again until the next morning. Hmm. And maybe we could. Uh... Hmm. Well, no, we probably can't get into any of the lots, but some of that mail would be interesting. I would love to read that mail. 
my God, this is what my life has become. <laughs> well, well, I, I are mean, any of the units refrigerated? Uh, doesn't appear so. No. Okay. I just had a crazy idea, guys. Now bear with me, but maybe we don't have to wait and break in at night. If we can get him to leave, then maybe someone can go in. And I have an idea. What if, what if suddenly um, Raven here was on the other end of the lot and she started screaming, help, help, fire, or something like that. And then he runs out to help her. I can't do it because he knows who I am now. It's just, it's so strange because just a half hour, you're like, oh, don't get her involved. Oh, you know, <laughs> you know, oh, what if you get her in trouble? If you really loved her, you know, and here you're trying to get her um, to be an accomplice. While they're arguing, I just walk <laughs> off to the other side as far away as I can and uh, start screaming. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I literally am just too bored with their big screen. <laughs> I'm going to run. I, I'm just going to go with it. I'm going to run up to the door and be like, hey, man, something's happening on the other side of the lot. Quick, come. All right. Um, yeah, I don't think you need to roll for that because, like, you know, if someone's telling was, him his storage unit's on fire, he's going to go yeah. and see what's up. So I was say, I'm just yelling fire. I don't know how I could do that in a more subterfuge way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. You know. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, he he's like, ah, oh, God damn it. You know, and he jumps up and, and goes hustling out. And then I I I, I vanish. So I'm not going to yeah. be there when he gets there because then I might have to explain myself. I don't want to do that. Yeah. And, and yeah. Annie will immediately rush in and be like, watch him. What? Let me know when he's coming back. And she's going to rush in and try to grab the letters. Right. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll watch the entrance. All right. Give me a dexterity plus larceny roll. Now, right. can gonna... I assist with that via the, my teamwork, my once per chapter teamwork bonus? Sure. Ability? Yeah, um, yeah, you're keeping watch, so yeah. Keeping watch. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So I'll let you roll first. Okay. So that would just be a, a you know, wits plus composure. Happily easy. Uh, with a plus one for all actors. Mm -hmm. Just the one. Sorry to say. So that's a plus two then right. total. Right. Okay. And then plus three more from all power. So that's a total plus five. I've got zero in larceny. So this is really just my dex minus one. Nice. All right. Two successes. Okay. So, um, you know, you, you run behind the, the desk there, you take, you know, there's a moment where you see there's like five different file cabinet drawers, but you know, you remember, okay, it was this one on the right. I think this is it. Yep. He didn't lock it. Good. Yank it open. You see the accordion file, you grab it, tuck it under your arm and you're out of there in, you know, less than a minute, basically. Fabulous. Um, I mean, I'm not going to like run away cause I don't want him to think that I was doing it to lure him out. So I'm going to stash it, um, I guess, underneath my shirt or something or hand it to Ned and have him run off with it. I'll be like, is everything okay? Is it, is it a fire? Do you want me to call the, the fire department? So he comes wheezing back, you know, he's like, ah, nah, just somebody 
goofing around, I guess. I don't see any smoke. <sighs> Jesus, people need to get a life. And he just goes like, you know. All right, well, storming yeah, back. Yeah, well, th- th- thanks again. I'll, I'll I'll come back in a couple of days and and follow up with you on that letter. And you know, take right, it easy. Right. All right. All right. So you got away clean. Meet up with Nick on We're the other side so of good the at this, you property. <laughs> I know. All kinds of filching. Okay. So, um, so yeah, definitely have time to sort through the mail on the on the ride back from Santa Monica. Cool. And um, as I mentioned, it's it's mostly uh, junk mail. Um. Uh, two things two names really jump out at you um, because 80% of the mail is addressed to simply health solutions, LLC or some generic, you know, like chief operating officer, health solutions, LLC or whatever, you know? Um, But another, Oh, 15% or so are addressed to Karen Anatos of health solutions, LLC. And the remainder are addressed to a new name, a Lewis Fortier. Aaron Anatos and Lewis Fortier. Mm-hmm. Was the woman who spoke with uh, Nick and handed him the brochure, was her name Karen too? It was Melanie Sweetwater. A Melanie Sweetwater. That's right. Yeah, she's, she's a canon character, actually. Um, uh, let's open those. Yeah, this is technically the biggest crime we've committed so far. That's the biggest crime you've committed so far. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on the hook for just a shit ton of wild fraud. Yeah, but you're still juveniles. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen the movie Hackers. I know how this ends for me. (laughs) Hack the planet. All right. So, um, you know, opening them up doesn't really reveal much because they're they're junk mail as well. It's just that whoever, you know, whatever um, uh, outfit was sending these mails out, you know, had had these names in their database. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. cool, cool. cool. Okay. All right. So two names to keep track of, to look for, look into. Um, Is there any legitimate mail Uh, or or is it all 100% junk mail then? It is 100% junk mail. Okay. Well, we know that half of the units are rented by them. So if we could figure out which ones they are later on, we could potentially find out, you know, what, you know, what's, you know, find some good evidence and things. Of course, to do that, we'd have to come back at night and, you know, what's the likelihood that we're going to run into them? You know, I've been increasingly cautious about operating at night in general. Um, well, maybe, maybe if you fill up on good vibes, you'll feel better about it. That's <laughs> literally what good vibes do. Okay. <laughs> so yes, I will actually. <laughs> so no, here's the thing. We got to look at the storage units, right? It's just a standard lock, you know, standard padlock sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, that is definitely in Nick's area, like his his within his uh, ability. I would I, I would assume. That's, yeah, um, I mean, it's 
it looks pretty basic. Yeah. Um, well, Nick, do you just, think you could like hack in their system and figure out which, you know, which uh, which orgs have which uh, units? Try, but I'm going to be very honest. I'd be very shocked if they were connected to the internet. Yeah, it's probably just a drawer of names or something. Like, yeah, I, I'd be shocked. I don't think I saw a computer in that office. Is David? Is the whole venue? Is it mm-hmm. actually like? fenced off so that at night when they close they close it off or is it always sort of a little open um it was chain link fence with razor wire and um you know a uh, retractable gate and obviously the building itself will be locked come nighttime as well um mm-hmm. well that's a good question so are these a single building, or is it more like just an open kind of lot with lots of external? Oh, yeah, that is gate. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a bunch of rows. Okay, rows of, okay. Uh, so that's it. Outdoor, outdoors, so very classic California. Yeah, yeah, yeah very classic. That right. makes sense. Yeah, I I think getting a look in some of those storage units is the best way. I mean, we can probably once we, I don't know, if we'll be able to find out where. Um, like what's in any of them beforehand or like who owns any of them maybe if we got into the front desk we could find some sort of legend or, or name list of names but it sounds like a pretty involved heist if you ask me well I, I guess you know if we think that they come regularly we could also try to stake it out but considering all the other complications in our life sitting here night after night might be tough yeah and I'd wager they don't come here that regularly. Um, I mean, I guess I guess certainly not main, picking up their mail. The main caper is uh, figuring out how you're going to sneak out uh, to go to the yeah. party. Really? Yeah, it's all. I think I can probably sell it to my mom as is. Mm. Maybe I, I to get to the party. I actually think I can I can sell that because. Well, we can essentially point out is that like our friend has died and this is a get together to celebrate her in many ways. Yeah. Okay. And you know, mom and dad, it's been really tough at school. I mean, I know I messed up, but you know, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot to process. Although Annie is actually very tempted to use that as a reason. Be like, no, mom and dad let me go. But then she, you know, you know, she needs to go. Right. (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, kind of leaning on their on their sympathy like that, and they understand, obviously, you know, with with Jenna's death and everything, you know. Uh, but it's the same same for all of you. It's like, all right, you can go, but you have to be home by nine o'clock, not one minute later. Right. You can do that. Right. Well then, Nick is handed the keys provisionally, and. Uh, <laughs> And you have your your address um, for uh, the the Moon residence. Amistista <laughs> <laughs> Moon. That's her last name. So, yes, um, which is uh, on Canyon View Drive, as you may recall. She lives lives up in the mountains. That's right. Um, so. 
soon enough, you find yourselves driving along an unincorporated section of road with no streetlights. Uh, it's it's pitch dark, and uh, it's just your headlights to guide you um, up into the hills, up into the, the foothills, in fact. And, and, and did we decide uh, Raven was coming with this or not? I believe we did not because uh, Nit does not want her to realize that she is a high school student. I just don't want to see how young my friends are, you know? I'm, you know, very mature for my age, but... Right. You know, some of the my, my peers, you know, uh, might just give the wrong impression. Really. Fair enough. Um... So, you know, it, I, I don't know what you all are, are, are picturing the, you know, resident hippie chick, um, you know, living up in the in the foothills, what her house would look like. Um, but as you come up on the address, uh, what you see is is essentially an estate. Um, it's a, a, a very sprawling sort of Frank Lloyd Wright style um, California mansion uh, with um you know extensive grounds um um you know around and behind it you're pretty sure you see a tennis court tucked in among some trees you know off to the right (laughs) and um and yeah there's there's a big you know sort of gated entrance the gate is open there's cars parked all up and down the drive um seems like yeah most of most of your graduating class has turned out for this one. So um, we can take a short break and then we'll come back and uh, see what's going on at this party. Sounds good. I'm going to just right before we head in, tell Nick, I know I promised pizza, but Amatista is vegetarian, so it's going to be veggie pizza. Will it have cheese out? Uh, probably. Then I have no problems. Right. Um, there we go. All right. On that note. Okay. So we're heading into this party then. So as mentioned, it uh, seems like everybody has shown up at this party, and uh, that includes everyone from your homeroom as well. And uh, so you know. All these familiar faces are mixing and socializing, and you know, there's the, uh, you know, it's 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 much the same as your as the uh, as the Halloween party that that kicked off this chronicle. Strangely enough, it's almost like this is bookending something. Uh, and there's um, red solo cups being passed around. Of course, the cakes came out. Um, it's very obvious. That uh, despite her sort of hippie pretense, uh, Amistista lives in a very, very comfortable uh, environment. Um, right. Uh, she, uh, you know, this house has at least seven bedrooms, you would guess. Um, you can see where she gets her general sort of lifestyle from because there's a lot of like sort of generic. Um, sort of hippie new agey kind of stuff there's like you know big uh stone buddha in the uh in the entry hall and you know um just kind of a smell of patchouli in the air you know and incense 
Um, so hard to say what her parents do exactly, but they're clearly like former hippies. Um, you know, probably involved in software. They probably have some shares in, in Microsoft or something, you know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, it, otherwise, you know, if her goal was uh, good vibes only, you know, mission accomplished so far. So a quick question. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is very important. Uh, one, is Miguel here? And two, do I believe this house is bigger and fancier than his house? Miguel is indeed uh, here, um, and yeah, uh, almost certainly. All right, then I would like to walk around him talking very loudly about how this is the biggest and fanciest house I have ever seen or been in my in my entire life. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so it doesn't take long for Miguel to uh, take the bait and. Uh, and he comes over and he and he says, "Well, you obviously haven't been in my house then, because yes, uh, yeah, this remember when, what when we your birthday? Oh well, that was that was our old house. No, yeah, no, we're we're we moved. We're in a different house. It was Way last year. This one. Yeah, well, we moved. We moved over the summer. It's cool. You know, my my dad got a promotion. You know, I after, thought your family uh, was old money. Yeah, well, you know." their old money and my dad's a big shot you know like made a lot of money off of jurassic park you know he was like executive producer i didn't know your dad was esteban spielbergo no well spielberg's my godfather thank you very much so yeah yeah is it spielberg jewish so that's a good godfather i mean you're catholic aren't you yeah so Anybody can be somebody's godfather. I don't think in the Catholic faith you can. Shows how much you know. Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> As he walked away, I turned to Annie and Ned and said, All right, so good news is if we accomplished literally nothing else tonight, it would have been worth it. <laughs> the good news is Miguel is still not actually asked what he missed at orientation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we he saved this guy's life, or he'll never know it. That's true. Well, maybe. Potentially. I think that's what part of being a hunter is about, is, you know, and I know this is crazy coming from you, but sometimes maybe you just don't say anything. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, sometimes it's better to keep it quiet. Safer that way. Well, thanks for not disagreeing with what I said. Well, you said something right for once. But you were supposed to push back on that and say that I don't talk all the time. Gosh, Ned, pick up on the clues. Oh, sorry. Oh, my bad. My bad. Um, I think I'm not going to drink tonight. Hmm. No. All right. Well, I don't even know yeah, if that's me, an option. I don't know. Um, well try to crack us one or two smiles just watch one is fine can you do that annie why would i do that you're right here i you already you made it clear you're not gonna absorb any vibes i'll i'll absorb double the amount cool yeah so i'm gonna walk around i'll, I'll see you guys 
All right. Good luck. So anyway, Annie, Annie was feeling awkward, so she she walks around. She's also not going to drink tonight, but she's not making a big deal about it either. Um, I think she's cool. there's a part of her that just wonders if something is going to go down. Not necessarily here, but later on in the night if they go back to the thing. So she wants to be, you know, sober. Okay. I think that Ned's logic as well um, is it just feels like things happen too quickly to be drunk for them, you know? I actually think Nick doesn't drink. I don't think he's actually had a drink this entire uh, chronicle, so I think that's just a no. character trait. He just he doesn't drink. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think Annie, as she walks around, is also on high alert. I think that she is at a point where maybe she doesn't understand that she's doing it in a very deliberate way, but she's like, "Where are the exits? You know, where is everyone's mm. hands? You know, mm. you know, is everyone? Is there anyone who's acting in a strange way? Just she's starting to develop the instinct. Love it. <clears throat> so, um, doing a little perimeter scan, you know, um, you identify, you know, you you came in. Uh, vaguely similar layout to the Patterson house and that there's sort of like an entryway entry hall that um, sort of flows you know into a couple different directions into a large sort of open plan kitchen and and uh, dinette and then uh, and then in the other direction it goes into a big uh, living room area and more formal dining room um, there's a large uh, sort of outdoor deck and then there's also like an enclosed patio with a fireplace um, next adjacent to it and uh, Annie as you're you know looking out at the patio you can see the the rippled reflections of a, of a pool uh, beyond the deck and um, and then you know the street I mentioned is called Canyon View and it's aptly named because uh, just beyond that uh, there's a rather precipitous canyon that uh, the house looks out onto. So the soundtrack is amazing. <laughs> so good. It's actually hard to focus. It's so good. So you're vibing. It's good yeah. vibes only. I am absolutely vibing without question. Excellent. Um, so, so, uh, so Ned, you're, you're sort of circulating as well. Uh, what's, what's yeah, Nick's checks in with everyone. Yeah. That's yeah. Stoney's there, you know, mm-hmm. so it's going to be a good time, but yeah. What's, uh, what's Nick's agenda? What's Nick's agenda? Nick's agenda is honestly get some pizza. He doesn't really think they're going to learn a lot here, mm-hmm. uh, which may be his conspiracy theory blind spot blinders on. Mm. And, you know, he mostly gets invited to things like these because he is Ned's best friend, right? Like, you know, mm. I think he's he's got the reputation as being probably the weirdest kid in the class. Not the most unpleasant kid, because <laughs> thank God I'm never going to take that crown. Uh, but, you know, I, I am like, like, you know, he's the weirdo. Like, Annie may be kind of witchy, but like, that's cool. I'm the one who insists that aliens are responsible for gravity reversing on Gravity Hill. Like, <laughs> so I, I don't know. If, I don't even know like how people react to me. But like, you know, I'm I'm there eating pizza. I'm I'm kind of watching. Cool. All right. Um, 
Okay, so Annie, give me a give me a wits plus composure roll since you're you're kind of checking for things. And I don't know if it's applicable for what you're having me check, but I do have the danger sense merit. Oh, definitely. Okay, so I'll add two then. Uh, alas, alas. Right. Well, whatever it was goes unnoticed. All right. Um, so Ned, uh, you know, Stony came and found you, and uh, you know, he offers you a drink, you demure. Yeah. Yep. You know. and, uh, he's like, you know, I'm really glad Amistis is through his party. This is cool. Yeah, this me is cool, too. Man. This is a dope house. Yeah. Uh, really cool. I mean, do you see there's a tennis court outside? Yeah, wild. I didn't even know she played tennis. You want to try it out? Sure. Why not? I'll get to random other people, maybe, and, and do like a do double self thing. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah, you find. Um, Tyler and, and Stephanie, um, you know, Tyler's the sort of star baseball player and Stephanie's the head cheerleader. Oh. Um, and um, they're always down for a game. Whatever it may be. So off you go down to the tennis courts. Um, and uh, and yeah, so for Nick, um, you know, you're you're sort of contemplating your place in the world, <laughs> and um, and uh, uh, Sarah Guzman, uh, you know, sort of finds herself standing next to you. <laughs> you know, it's not not super intentional, but at the same time, she's like, "Hey, what's up?" And uh, she kind of looks around and says, um, "Want to go have a smoke?" At least it caught him in a good angle. Oh, there he's yeah. back. Oh, he's back. Okay. Welcome back. DVD froze with a great smile on your face. Yeah, oh, great. yay. Yeah. Good. All right. Where did I cut out? Uh, Sarah Guzman had found herself, and then you cut out. Okay. So she just kind of finds herself, like, standing next to you. But, you know, she's still kind of like, hey, what's up? Uh, want to go have a smoke? Stand outside with you. I don't smoke. But if you want company, I'm always happy to give someone company. Cool. So, uh, yeah, you make your way out onto the back deck. Anastista is there and, um, and, uh, Lauren and, uh, Jesse. So, you know, nice little group and, uh, yep. A, uh, a joint comes out, it's lit, starts getting passed around. Lauren also passes and, uh, but you know, it's just generally, you know, just chatting, laughing, joking that, you know, uh, Annie, how are you feeling? Are you are you relaxing at all? Are you still, still um, refusing to absorb any vibes? I mean, I think I'm deliberately trying not to, but at some point, I probably let my guard down and you know find myself laughing at something dumb someone does, or you know tapping my foot to the to the more upbeat songs. Okay. So yeah, so I mean, I'm having I'm having an okay time. Cool. All right. So down on the tennis courts, we've got Ned and Stony versus Tyler and Stephanie doubles match. Um, let's see. 
Let's get a roll for for Ned. Uh, Dex plus athletics, and we'll we'll pose it. All right. Um. Can we have it? I mean, does it matter whether it's tennis or badminton? I feel like maybe they thought it was a tennis court. They go out and like, what is this thing? I'm into um, it. I love that. Yeah, badminton's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Funny looking tennis rackets. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Dex Athletics, you said? Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Um... Do I have anything else? Um, I have a specialty in running. Does it apply at all? I mean, you're running back and forth, right? <laughs> I don't think badminton needs that much running. Uh, fine. <laughs> Had to try. Yeah, no, it doesn't hurt to ask. One. Okay. Looks like I got two and a ten again, which would be... So two to one. Okay. So uh, so uh, Tyler and Stephanie take the take the first uh, match. Match, <laughs> I guess, in badminton round yeah. match. Yeah, I think match. Okay. Um, you know, much much to their self satisfied smirking of it all. Um, but uh, you know, actually, Tyler's I think like, it's game. And game like matches the whole thing. game set match. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right. yeah. Uh, so you take the first game. So Tyler says two out of three. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say <laughs> can't just leave it up to that. Yeah, and I'm full firing this one. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, why did it uncheck? Roll 20 is moving pretty slowly for me. I had a little, it was hanging up a little bit for me earlier. Yeah. Um, okay, I got it. Two, nice. Uh, two for me as well. Uh oh. Three rolls. And then you get one. Ten again for me. One moment. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Wow. What is so, happening? So three tens okay. in a row and a nine makes four. Yeah, they win. <laughs> they win. They win. <laughs> so yeah, so Tyler's like so so jubilant, he um he actually takes the, the shuttlecock and just like whacks it off into the into the, the woods around the um, court, you know, it goes flying off into the darkness. And uh, Stoney's like, good job, asshole. And he goes trotting off after it. Um, and as he goes trotting off, just instinctively nettle tense, you know, mm-hmm. um, and watch him as he goes off. Um, just the sense that something bad could happen before us, dark, dark, you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> Trees, bad. Trees, dark. bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, give me a, a wits plus composure roll. All right. Bear with me. It's going to take three seconds longer than it should. There we go. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, yeah, so you see him go, you know, trotting off into the trees and the, the shadows 
very quickly envelop him. Um, and then he uh, disappears from sight. But it seems it seems to happen faster than it should have. Like as if maybe he fell over. But there's no noise. Uh, Stony, I'm just going to jog over a little, just a little bit faster than a jog. Okay. There's uh there's some rustling like in the undergrowth. But no no noise. Hey man, uh I'm going to I think uh, this is against the rules. Um I think he is going to say all that happened was he seemed to disappear from sight a little too quickly, and there's no response, apparently, right? Right. Just some rustling. Okay. And is it relatively well lit? Like, the court is relatively well lit. The court is well lit, yes. Yeah. Um, but just shy of that is probably pretty dark. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say, uh, Stony Fell, go get someone. Um, and then I'm gonna go after him. Okay. Um, all right. Well, Tyler is a notorious asshole. Um, but uh, go ahead and give a presence plus persuasion roll anyway. Maybe Stephanie will go. Okay. Got it. Presence persuasion. It's a pretty good roll. Good enough. All right, so she hesitates for a minute, looks at Tyler, and then turns and starts jogging back to the house. I feel uh, pretty certain the second Nick or Annie catch wind of that, I think they're going to just come. And so he feels pretty confident um, that they'll be on their way. Um, Okay. And he's going to call out again. Hey, man, it's not funny. (laughs) So yeah, Tyler walks up and he's he's just like, the fuck, man? Why is he like messing around like that? Yeah, you just stay right here. Uh I'll go check. And I'm just gonna walk into the Don't make that face when I say that. <laughs> <laughs> um Do I I don't have flashlights. I probably do have stakes, but I don't have my flashlight, which is pretty much the crucial thing here. I mean, it's pitch black. I understand. Um, How about... No, we don't even have phones. Phones don't do that at this time. Um, Nope. uh, I know there's a flashlight in Nick's car, but that's probably... I'd have to go through the house and out front. Um, Yeah, I think I am going to do it. I think I am going to walk in. Yeah. Okay. He's going for it, everybody. I'm doing it. I mean, yeah, it's Stony, and I got I got to go in. It is Stony. It's true. That is true. All right. So Nick, you are out on the deck, and uh, and you see Stephanie kind of jogging back up, and you know she gets to within hailing distance and sort of gives a little languid wave, and she's like, "Uh, you guys." Um, Ned said that Stony fell, might have hurt himself. Like, does anyone know 
Then she sees Amistitsa and she's like, oh, do you have like a first aid kit? And Amistitsa's like, oh, yeah, um, let me go get it. So she heads back into the house. And I think, Annie, you're probably within earshot of this as well, based on where you've been sort of lurking. I'll go see if he needs help carrying Stoney in. Yeah, and Annie just makes a beeline, moving at a quick pace over to where where this is happening. Okay. All right, so Ned, you are heading into the dark woods. So uh, do um, I know it's in the dark woods? Because or because I was just told that that she he fell. So I, my presumption is that I assume they're down at the court and that he fell in the court. Right, exactly. Like, yeah. she's, so she's right, now, right now, I have no information other than just like he fell. So I, I legit think nothing suspicious is happening. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I probably should have said uh, there's blood or something, you know, something. Yeah. But uh, yeah. but you will see Tyler staring into the dark, the woods. And that, that'll be something, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, and, and I think Annie was already on high alert, and Annie was really looking for something to not focus on the good vibes. So I think Annie jumps at this for several reasons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, Tyler. Where's Ned? Where's Stony? I thought he fell. So, uh, yeah, Tyler sees you coming up, and he's just like, "Yeah, I don't know. They they went into the woods. They're probably like making out or something." <laughs> when? When? I don't know. Yeah, like, like how long have they been in the woods? Two minutes ago. Annie at this point is just making a beeline into the woods. She is not delaying because it's mad. Grab, grab shoulder. Wait. Don't go alone. Well, then you're coming, right? Because we stick together. Let's Hold go. on a second. Stop. Ned! <laughs> All right. Cut to Ned. You are making your way into the woods, and I'll need another resolve plus composure roll. Okay. Resolve or wits? I mean wits. Thank you. Okay. I will willpower. I just feel like I should. Yeah. Three. Nice. All right. Okay. So, uh, so yeah. So you're, you know, the, the, you're sort of backlit. So, you know, flashlight, not strictly necessary. You are, you are somewhat backlit by the court, you know, and, um, and, uh, you can, sort of make things out, although now you're staring into your own shadow. But uh, you do hear some more of that rustling sound and then a gurgle. And you can see like some uh, sagebrush rustling up ahead of you. Okay. No sign of stony. No trail of blood. Nothing that would... uh, No... Mm -hmm. Uh, shoe dangling from a tree. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no severed limbs. No. no. Okay. All right. Um, seeing all of this, I'm gonna say, fuck. Um, as he feels relatively certain this is not normal at this point, no question. Um, and he is going to grab a stone step a few paces back prep to sprint off and fling it as hard as he can into the brush 
Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> yes, that is what he was doing. Okay. <laughs> and of course, a cat goes running out, but... Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, totally. totally. Right, right, right. Yes. Um, so you sling it into the bush, and, uh, and, and it sounds like it does hit um, something soft and fleshy, and there's another gurgling sound when you do that. Yeah. I can't... A louder. I, I... Now, um, does the gurgling sound like distress? Like, uh, does it sound like, um, you know, the gurgling of a, um, uh, spring, you know? (laughs) (laughs) No, it does not sound like like natural spring water. No, sadly. Uh, yeah, it, it does sound, um. It sounds organic. It sounds perhaps a bit distressed. Yes. All right. He's going to have to go um, around the sage bush. Um, not directly into it, just around to try and get yeah. a, a, a sense of what's behind it or underneath it. All right. So you're, you're just coming around and you can see uh, Stoney's um, Reebok. Um, you know, he's he's clearly prone and sort of half under the bush and then at that point you hear Nick go Ned! I'm going to shout mm, it got stony mm. um, and I think that's it yeah alright so y'all hear that what do you do we get a flashlight Annie's gonna, uh, well, Nick's looking for the flashlight. Annie's gonna, no, no, I, the ahead. flashlight's back in my car, as I recall. Yeah. 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 So I'm going, yeah, I'm so going, Annie's I'm... gonna head to head for Ned. Okay. And Nick's running back to the car. Yeah. Okay. Annie, you find Ned pretty, pretty quickly. He didn't wander and too she's far. She's gonna in. sock him in the arm and say, What the are you doing? Got Stony, and he is going to try and check him, check his neck specifically at first, um, to see if he is okay, which I suspect he's not. Uh, indeed, um, he's he's lying there, and the the ground around him is soaked in his blood. Um, he was obviously slashed in the throat um and is pretty much pretty much gone at this point you see the last bit of light sort of fading from his eyes and he will rest her hand on on ned's shoulder he's just sort of stunned why uh and he he hadn't gone in to check the body until annie had arrived because that's like when you're most vulnerable, you know, when you're you're bent down, you know. So mm. he had stood there the whole time wanting to do it and not mm. doing it. Mm. Um and uh um we gotta get out of here. Yeah, yeah, let, let's 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 go. We I yeah, let me Annie's really torn in this moment between wanting to look for evidence, but also knowing that she needs to tempt and mad and you know, she, she, she keeps wanting to be like, well, let's wait for 
Nick to Nick. get here with the flashlight. Let's let's wait for let's. But she, I think she her her loyalty to Ned overcome is overcome or overcomes that, and so she she helps Ned walk away. And his eyes are peeled. Um, yeah, he's very concerned about Annie being attacked next. Um, you know, or uh, and or him getting anyone accidentally to come down here and get attacked. Um, like maybe he kind of did with Stony. You know, he suggested we all come out here. You know, yeah. like he kind of did with uh, Uncle Ken, Kurt, Uncle Kurt. Sorry, Uncle Ken, Kurt. Yeah. Um. So, um, he just wants to uh, back off until he feels like he has some control of the situation. But it so, looks like uh, a knife cut, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's clean. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Um. Can I roll? Even though I know, I know, and probably Ned does as well, like a medicine check for like. Um, want me to wait for the flash? Do you want to wait for me in the flashlight? Well, I want it to have been on just the brief look that he made. He already did while they were in the dark. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, why won't it let me? Oh, how do I get to my? There we go. Cool. Oh, it's really freezing on me. Hmm. No worries. Okay, I'm just gonna roll the dice because it's really freaking on me. Uh, it's only two dice. So. Oh wait, it's it's actually no, it's actually three dice. I have one medicine. Okay. That's a zero. Zero. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Too dark. All right. Too dark. Makes sense. Makes sense. Um. Okay. We're gonna get out of the the forest. Um. While he figures out what to do, with all the the thoughts that are running through his head. Yeah. And Tyler's there. You know. He's like, what the fuck's going on in there? I saw that twerpy kid go running. Um. Why don't you go inside, man? So he kind of looks at you and then, you know, you can tell he's about to say something and he's like, yeah, right. Um, so you all turn for the house and Nick, you've gotten to the car, you're rooting around, you've just pulled your flashlight out and then you all hear a blood curdling scream coming from inside the house. And that is where we will leave it for this week. Uh, no doubt Ari is, uh, coming up to the house at this very moment. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, guys, I found a ride. <laughs> what up, Mitch? Yeah. <laughs> my, for my picnic, just, just ungrounded me. <laughs> <laughs> Did I miss anything? Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> um, let, let's have Ned make a breaking point roll, though, for, for finding something. Uh, yeah, big time. And um, probably a minus one on that. Oh, well, that's absolutely fair. Yeah. Resolve. Minus one. Still got it. Uh, guilty, I think, would be appropriate. Yes, very appropriate. Yeah. Right. Well, then. Uh, breaking points? Or breaking points? Ha ha ha. Beats. <laughs> <laughs> uh one for each is 
we had a dramatic failure for Nick and uh, aspirations, of course. I don't know if anybody got any of those. No, my aspirations are find out the truth of Gravity Hill, use the, use the controlled immolation tactic, and ah. meet a, I mean, he gave it to us. I want to use it. Um, and meet a ghost. Nice. Um, for me, it was to get Uncle Kurt to accept us more. Um, mm. So he's been in a coma, so didn't make any progress on that. Although mm-hmm. that still is going to be a goal for her. And then um, find out more about the blood pill. I don't know if any of the research we did accomplished that. Oh, I'd say so. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I I had to show off for Raven, but I think that I don't remember if that's lingering from last session or not. Um, hmm. Did I get that last session? Maybe I didn't. I don't think you did because you didn't really have an interaction with her last session. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. Um, uh, but I also don't know if I did show off. Well, I guess I did a little bit. Sure you did. Um, she said, yeah, I'm, I, I'm yeah. glad I met you. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Let's write that uh, iconic moment. That's what I was going to say. That iconic exchange. <laughs> it was 17-year-old. Yes. Um, defeat. Uh, almost as famous as the ad jingle. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, so yeah, that's just that one, I think. Uh, yeah, that's probably why she thinks you're more mature. She recognizes you from TV. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got that. Sure. Um, one like, from it was a long time ago. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, I think that's three for this session. She was made before. Believe it or not, I have to get back to work. Um, so I Alrighty. will catch you guys later. Thanks for running. It was a lot of fun. Um, all right. All right. By the way, David, yep. excellent use of Melody Sweetwater. <laughs> because I was like, why is the head of the field projects division personally? Wait, because it's the 90s. She's not the head of the field projects division at this, at this point in the timeline. She's just some random jerk working for Chiron. That's right. <laughs> so, David, with my remaining experience, I'm going to um, restore my um, willpower I lost. Oh, okay. Great. And then I'd also like to buy, I think Annie really took to the idea of the larceny play, so I think I'm going to get her a point in larceny. Perf. Um, and that's all gonna, my experience. I'm probably going to buy a dot of firearms because I think I need it for the controlled immolation tactic. Oh, okay. It would, Makes sense. You've been practicing with the... Later, so. Yeah, yeah I mean, it would it would be helpful for me to be able to roll not minus one to yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> with with a with open flame. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, gang, we're good to see Thanks you. Yours. Thanks, David. This is great. Yep. Good night, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.